0: And welcome back to Music Free Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day. And today I want to talk about something a little different. I want to talk about Pride and Prejudice and actually forming your own opinions. So Pride and Prejudice, obviously it's this book, it's been around forever, right? It's hailed as this big, this great work of classic literature, this great romance, all this good stuff but everybody i've talked to who read the stupid thing had nothing good to say about it right my dad used to joke that it was only a classic because nobody had anything else to read right i've also heard people talk about you know why should you care about this everybody's a jerk okay doesn't matter if they fall in love They're, everybody's a jerk and who cares I've also said, heard people claim it's the greatest love story in literature. Uh, so, I've been hearing this for years, and I finally decided, all right, I'm going to read Pride and Prejudice and f- figure this out for myself, at least for my own opinion on on the book. Now, it reads like typical literature of the time, <clears throat> not a lot of descriptive Texts, it's mostly dialogue. Um, and of course, it's very much set in the culture of the day, right? There's a reason they refer to everybody as, um, it's Mr. Darcy, Mr. Bennett, you never hear first names because that's just culturally how things worked, okay? And what I found as I read this one is that, yes, Darcy is. He's he's from a very wealthy and high class family, though not part of the British royalty or anything like that. Um, but very wealthy, and he's he is proud and prideful, and you know he shows up at the little town where Elizabeth Bennet lives, and his general opinion is. Nothing good can come from this little town, and why should I bother? I'm only here because my friend is staying here. And, well, eventually falls for Elizabeth. But when you see him throughout the rest of the book, everybody who knows him and is an intimate friend of his you know his servants um you know the people in the neighborhood, right all this stuff they talk about Darcy and, and talk about him as being a very kind and very generous person right and you've and you've got Elizabeth, who's the the other the main protagonist of the story actually, and while she is swayed by the gossip that's around her, you might say she's prejudiced by it um uh, in her views of surrounding Darcy. She's also the but just just about the only one in the family who actually cares about other people. Except for her older sister, Jane, I think. Um, yeah, and El- Elizabeth is you, you see her thought process, because it follows her, and she's making decisions based off the information she has. But of course, you know, it's a lot of what she has is, uh, it's tainted, it's biased, it's people who don't like Darcy for one reason or another, because it turns out they're jerks and Darcy knew this and, you know, (laughs) treated them like jerks and basically said, go away and I don't want you around and no, I'm not going to fund your lifestyle and that type of thing, right? And then, of course, you've got one of the early characters that show up, uh, Mr. Bennett, who um, sort of falls for the, the sister. Said I think Jane is, is the name. I'm going to call her Jane uh, <laughs> because I forgot and it's early and I don't feel like looking it up. Welcome to my world. Anyway, so, hey, Bennett's a, a very kind person, right? And seems to be loving, it, but again, gets talked out of a relationship with Jane, at least early, by Darcy, who tries to convince him that, hey, uh, to marry into this family is going to be marrying into a lot of baggage. And there is a lot of baggage. The rest of the family are selfish jerks for the most part. Um, And so is a lot of everybody else around them. Okay. Yeah the, the what I had heard about everybody's a jerk? Yeah, except for like four people. Actually, even more than that. A lot of, you know, Darcy's once you understand where he's coming from, it's like, yeah, he's he's fine. Elizabeth has always been pretty okay. Um, Mr. Bennett was fine. And a number of others, right? Now do I see Pride and Prejudice as being one of the great books of our time, or more to the point of past time <laughs> no, I don't it's okay i mean i I see why some people are into it um but it it's not for me, okay if i do I feel like reading it was a waste of time no. No, amongst other things, like, okay, I actually understand now all of the story, what's going on when people reference it. Okay, that's great. It comes up a lot because, like Shakespeare, apparently, um, Jane Austen's work <laughs> is held as some paragon of literature. Okay, I like Shakespeare, not a huge fan of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, you know, that's just me. Not to say all of Shakespeare's writing is fabulous and some of it is really problematic these days, but it's still a thing, right? I still like a lot of Shakespeare, and his work was a few years a few years older than, than Austin's, right? But what's important for me after reading it is not the story, not the... Not the book review, not all of this stuff. What's important is that, for me, I found out for myself and was, and was able to form my own opinions on Pride and Prejudice. Will I read it again? Probably not. But I did hate it, so I I may get bored one time and decide to increase my... Not increase my boredom, but it's just not an exciting book, so... I can't say I'll never read it again, but you know, it was there. I'm I'm glad I've I've read it and was able to draw these connections and realize a lot of what I've heard about Pride and Prejudice was was wrong or prejudiced. <laughs> right? People had had heard about it. It's an old book. I don't it's it's like when I was a kid, I had a I got tired of watching movies in black and white. My dad liked a lot of war movies. He liked a lot of Westerns and a lot of them were black and white movies. And I was convinced when I was 10 or something that black and white movies weren't worth watching, which is silly because one of my favorite movies ever is black and white now. Um, And that's Casablanca. Okay. I mean, I love star Wars. I love, um, yeah, you know, Star Trek and Lord of the Rings is amazing, right? I can go on all these Bill and Ted's excellent adventure and all this good stuff, right? But Casablanca is one of my favorite movies. But I was convinced, oh, it's old. I can't no, I'm not gonna watch this because it's old. I want color on my my movies, right? And that's what kind of where I wanted to talk today because there are so many there's so many places and so many things we read about or see on the internet and their whole goal in life is to convince you that their opinion is the only correct one and nothing else is valid, right? Let me give you another example. So My wife was out of town for a couple of days um, for, for her birthday, her, her mother, who was kind of visiting another part of the state, but was really close said, Hey, why don't you come over, you know, and we'll do this, this uh, touristy thing and, you know, and, and it's on her. So my wife was out of town. And so I'm sitting there bored one one evening there and trying to decide, all right, I I'm I was building my uh, storage system for uh, going hard and I needed to get away from Minecraft. I dealt with too much redstone, I had too much building, and I just needed to get away from the computer, actually, for a while. So I put on the movie Green Lantern. It's from like 2011, I think. Now Green Lantern... It's one of those movies that I'd heard forever was being a bad movie. Okay, it's horrible. It's not worth watching all this good stuff, right? So, I've been torn about watching this because Green Lantern is one of those characters that I've always liked from childhood and I've been wanting a good Green Lantern movie. Now, I've... <laughs> it's funny because you know I've I remember watching Deadpool, and Ryan Reynolds makes this joke in the movie. It's like, hey, is you know, when there's talk about him being like a being made into a superhero through whatever the program that turns him into Deadpool. He says, "Yeah, as long as the costume's not green or animated, right?" Because one of the big deals about the Green Lantern movie is that for some reason they decided to CG the Green Lantern costume. I don't know why. I, it's it's just really, really odd, okay? But I sat down and decided to watch Green Lantern. And for me, it was okay. Sort of a formulaic superhero origin story. Nobody outside of Hal Jordan gets any sort of character growth or, or really developments but it was okay. But this is at a time said 2011, the Marvel movies were just starting up. The MCU was just starting. And so you had um, Captain America, the first Avenger. You had the first uh, couple of Iron Man movies, first Thor movie. Um, And these were all showing what a, showing that you could have a superhero movie that was grounded and characters were real and all of this stuff, right? Green Lantern wasn't any of that. Had it come out before the MCU? It still, would I don't think, would have gotten, the, uh, gotten rave reviews by anybody, but I don't think people would have been quite as harsh to it because the reality was it was a pretty, pretty normal superhero origin movie. But it wasn't horrible, right? It wasn't a dumpster fire. I've seen a number of of really bad movies, and this was better than most of those. So, <laughs> movies like Nothing But Trouble, that is a is a bad movie. Now you're welcome to go watch it yourself and form your own opinion. That's the whole point behind this, right? The whole the whole idea here is that you really need to be forming your own opinions. Now, it's good to listen to others, okay? I mean, that's the the whole idea. I mean, recommendations are a good thing. I mean, there are are great things that come from being recommended books or movies because sometimes you can find some amazing things that you never would have found otherwise. And sometimes... You may hear a recommendation that's, that turns you off of a book or a movie that, no, you wouldn't have liked in the first place, and having somebody's opinions that you trust can help steer, steer you away from that, but but it's okay to be your own person and to have your own opinion, and it's okay if your opinions don't jive with so-called popular opinion, right? One of my one of my top five Star Wars movies. Um, the original trilogy is the well, Return of the Jedi and the Empire Strikes Back are the top two, which I enjoy Return of the Jedi more. I think Empire Strikes Back is probably the better movie, but Return of the Jedi is more fun. A new hope is is great. The acting has some issues turns out george lucas not a good director excellent storyteller not a good director sorry george love your creation but they needed some better direction and you kind of see see that in the the, uh prequels the special effects are great they they're beautiful movies cinematography is great the characters are horribly stilted in some ways because George Lucas can't do dialogue well and he doesn't direct actors. He's He's been on the record talking about how he doesn't like to direct actors. And that's partly, I think Hayden Christensen needed that. I think uh, Natalie Portman needed that. Ewan McGregor wanted that but managed to do a good job without it. Right. And the, at the time when the the prequels came out, they were, everyone loved them for these special effects. But then, all of the comments started coming out. These are horrible. Jar Jar Binks is is the worst thing to ever happen to Star Wars, and a bunch of other things. And now here it is, thirty years later, and people are talking about the prequels. So, yeah, they're 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 fun. They're great. They're not. They're not high cinema. They're not the greatest movies ever. They have problems. But that's okay. They're still fun. We still enjoy them. One of my favorite Star Wars movies is The Last Jedi. And, again, the sequel-era movies are... So many people come out, oh, I love Star Wars. Well, except for the sequels. Okay. You know, your opinions are your opinions. And your opinions are not wrong. I hate that. I hate that comment that comes up. Says, you know, you like this or you're wrong, or you're, you're, it's okay that you're wrong." You know, when you have an opinion, but it's about something you like. Your personal likes are not wrong. Let me say this again: Your personal likes, the things you like, the things you enjoy, is not wrong. Now. That said, okay, if, if you like being mean to kittens, that action is wrong. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about that. But movies, books, those types of things, it is perfectly okay for you to like or dislike what you like or dislike. So I like The Je- Last Jedi. That movie speaks to me, right? Because here's Ray. What I like Ray's story. But here she's trying to find her place in the world. Which I fully get, right? But I tend to really identify with Luke Skywalker here. I don't, never really identified with Luke through the original trilogy. Han was great. I loved Han. Um, I wanted to be a pilot. I liked the sort of cockiness he had going on because I was a kid and I thought that was cool. Yeah, and I liked the idea of a Jedi. I just didn't really identify with Luke. Well, here we are in the last Jedi. And dang, Luke Skywalker was me. <laughs> Look, it's a middle-aged man who has failed at something and is just tired of dealing with the failure. It's like, "Yes. Hello. This this is me. Thank you, Luke Skywalker." Right. And part of the story of the Last Jedi is Luke learning from Ray that he was wrong. Yes, he screwed up. He made a bad choice, and it turned Ben Solo to Kylo Ren. Okay, he made a he made a mistake, and he saw what he thought was the recreation. Of Darth Vader. Now, I think Luke, rather than trying to correct his mistake, just gave up and went to hiding. I can <laughs> I could <can> understand that <laughs> take too. But because of that and because of Rice and look, you, you sometimes you just can't sit by and do nothing. Doesn't matter what your mistakes were. Doesn't matter what your history is, sometimes you have to stand up and do something. And she goes. And Luke realizes that she was right. He was going to f- finally go through. Nope, I'm going to go destroy the Jedi texts um, and fi- really put an end to it, not knowing that Ray had already stolen them. And after having a conversation with Yoda, you know, with the idea is that, yes, we, we teach them. We teach them from our knowledge and our experience. And some of the times our knowledge experience is failure. And they have to learn from our failures too. And we can't hide our failures. We actually have to understand them and teach them and hope that in teaching them, we are helping them to be better. They are what we, or we are what they grow beyond, I think is how Yoda put it. And I love The Last Jedi for that storyline. That's not to say it's perfect. It's, I think there are some serious issues um, with the, uh, the Force link, you know, that uh, Kylo Ren and and Ray have that got continued on into the, uh, Obviously, once it's established, you have to continue it. But I find that was a little bit of an issue. But the. And there there's just some other parts of that that didn't feel very. Didn't feel quite as connected to the Star Wars universe. Okay. But I love the story that was being told. Is The Last Jedi the greatest Star Wars movie ever? Is it the greatest movie ever? No. But as a science fiction movie with a story of somebody trying to learn to find their place in the world and somebody who has removed himself from the world because of his failures, it speaks to me and I love it. Okay? You don't have to. You don't have to love it. And that's okay. (laughs) Right? It's it's important to form your own opinions of things right don't just go with something because it's popular popular uh now if it is popular maybe it's worth checking out so why is it popular okay but it's like fortnite I, i actually liked playing fortnite i haven't played it in a long time because i didn't like the building mechanic the rest of the game was fun i mean the uh Sort of the cartoony FPS. You know, first time I'd really played a Battle Royale style game. It was, it was fine. I just didn't like the building. And I've never felt the need to go back. I really liked Apex Legends, but other things took my time. But these are things that I've enjoyed, right? Because after learning about and studying out and just watching and reading and enjoying, like these are things that, For me, work. I like that they speak to me, and I, I don't really care if Taylor Swift doesn't like them. I don't know if she does or not, but right. But it doesn't matter, right? Heck, it doesn't matter if um the great uh, movie pundits of our day, right? Is Ebert still running? I think Siskel died, or is it the other way around? Right? I don't care. I don't care if Martin Scorsese doesn't like the MCU and it's not cinema. I like a good action comedy. And the MCU has been feeling that nicely for me. <laughs> right? So, and again, most of the MCU movies are great. Some of them I don't like as well as others. Right? I didn't like The Eternals. It's okay. I had fun at Ant-Man and Quantumania. Again, is it a great movie? No. If you want my full opinions, you can go watch the Really Late Movie Review or listen to that podcast that's here on this channel. And it's important to remember, your opinions are not wrong. And it's and what I think is wrong said is, is that attitude of somebody showing up and saying, if you don't like this, or if you do like this, you're wrong. And that ticks me off anytime I hear it. Because it is, I have seen people hurt by this, right? I watched, when my daughter was younger, when my daughter was younger, she had a birthday party, she had a friend over, and they were playing Super Smash Brothers on the Wii. And her friend wanted to play as Sonic, but said, no, I can't play as Sonic. Everyone at school says Sonic is for boys. It's like, dude, if you like Sonic, play as Sonic. Who cares what they think? Right? And that's what's so hurtful, is we end up driving people away from awesome things, things they might really enjoy because of what? Popular opinion? Right? How many girls were driven away from science fiction and fantasy or anime because, or video games, right? Because those are for boys, right? It's stupid. If you like it, you know, that's that's cool. That's your jam, go for it, right? And that's why I think it's so important that we form our own opinions when looking at anything. It could be politics. It could be sports, it could be movies, it could be books, it could be video games, it could be people, it could be arts. it doesn't matter. Take your time, form your own opinions. I, mean, I don't have to be a great art critic and be steeped in the history of art and co- use of color and paint and all this stuff to look at Van Gogh's Starry Night and said, I like this. Or, or to look at Van Gogh's Guernica and say, you know what, this one's not for me, <laughs> okay? Right, I can, because, hey, I'm a person who has my own opinions. And that's the thing I want, I really, really like about being individuals, okay? We're not governed by groupthink, or we shouldn't be, right? Right. It shouldn't matter, right? The the whole influencer culture, it shouldn't matter if Taylor Swift likes or dislikes something or Mr. Beast or me like a thing. What's important is, do you like it, right? And again, that's not to say you don't listen to others. It's not to say that somebody else's opinions can't help guide you to or potentially away from things. But sometimes there comes a point when you have to stop and say, I need to figure this out for myself, right? And that's why I read uh, Pride and Prejudice because I was starting to feel like all of my opinions on this book were based off of hearsay and I really need to understand this for myself. And no, it wasn't the most riveting read for me, okay? I, I like a good love story, like, I like a good romance, but Pride and Prejudice for me wasn't that, okay, it was, it was, it was an okay book, even for its time, and I've read a number of books from that era, so it's not like, oh, it's old, and you just didn't like it because it was old, no, no, that one's just not, it just didn't speak to me the way it speaks to others. But at least i understand now never again am i going to talk about pride and prejudice and say it's it's bad because everybody in it's a jerk because that's not true anymore for me right they have they have their problems right darcy doesn't show up and is this amazing person all the all the time he's not right but I've had to go in and read that for myself because all of the messages around me were that they were either this is the greatest thing, le- love story in literature, or everybody in this story is horrible. Who cares about the love story? Take time, form your own opinions because that's who you are. Don't let other people decide who you are. Maybe that's the message that com- comes out of this. Don't let other people decide who you are, what you like, and what you enjoy. And on that note, let's, let's call it a show. Until next time, be excellent to each other. And this is Music Free Static signing off.